We now continue with more of The Mark Milton Show with The Smash on 590 The Fan and 590TheFan.com. You're going. We're headed there, baby. Today. <laughs> Today. This is the Mark Milton Show with the Smash Broadcasting from the Miller Furniture Studios, <clears throat> presented by STLTaxLawyer.com. Broadcast recording early today on Thursday. Mm-hmm. You might be hearing us on Sunday at 10 a.m. or Monday morning at 6 a.m. here on 590. 590thefan.com. You can also listen to our podcast anytime at 590thefan.com or uh, Apple iTunes, or wherever you, wherever you podcast, man, mm-hmm. you can look up the Mark Milton Show at the Smash. Can I ask you a quick question? Sure. What, what do, and I've never done this, <laughs> what do people make out of these fast two-day vacations? Because you, you're going <laughs> down. Not, first of all, first of all, it's not two days. Thursday to Sunday is three nights. Mm-hmm. So that's a three-night, I would call that a three-night, four-day vacation. Is that vacation. like a, a true vacation? Or are you <laughs> What's in a, a week? hurry all the time? Have you never heard of a weekend trip? I, I honestly, since I was uh, 16 years old, I've worked every weekend in, oh, in give some me a sort break. of band. That, give me a break. I have every weekend. Well, okay, that's okay. No, that's I took fine. my family on vacation. So you more of a time. week, like a week long vacation. Here's the way I would do it, man, because I knew I was working either Friday and or Saturday. Mm-hmm. So I would always vacation Sunday in the morning. We'd leave and be back by Thursday night. Well, that's great. And you probably get great deals on hotels and yep, yep, whatnot. Yep. I know you can fly out of Belleville. Uh, to like Vegas on a Sunday, come back on Thursday. Really? Mid America Airport, yeah. So I mean, yeah, that's this huge advantage. But you know, I try to work during the week. I didn't know that. And t- 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 I mean, the airport. So we're taking taking long <laughs> weekends, as my dad said. Yeah, I said, uh, yeah, we're headed to Mexico. He said, oh yeah, I guess it's been about six weeks since you've had a vacation. So yeah. that's probably it's probably about time. Are you gonna text Joe Milton? After, uh, he after, just, he just texted after me. The sl- oh, no. Yes, did he, he really? What did he say? I'm, I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> Hold on now. All right. You're listening to Mark Milton's show here on 590. I um, want to talk about this John Gruden thing. I'm like, I'm fascinated yep. by this this whole deal. I find just very calculated. I, I don't know what's going on, why he's been. Well, look, what he said in the emails, obviously indefensible. But there's a big but here. Why is he the, why is he the only guy? That, whose emails are being put out there. They've got millions you. of... Yeah, let's hear it. What's exactly your theory? what it is. All these guys talk that way, man. That's... It don't matter what color you are. It don't matter what level you are in the game. Everybody talks that way. Now, when Gruden, you say Gruden, that way, I was like, on. When you say that way, I mean... Cussing. Cussing. Calling guys... Uh, homophobic, though. Yeah, I that mean, kind of stuff. They all talk that way. Uh, misogynistic. Uh, they talk that way about women. Okay, they do. Everybody does. It's locker room talk well, is what it is, all right? Okay. And Gruden got busted because he called Goodell the F word, all right? And, and the when, P word. Yeah. Or no, maybe it was the F word, yeah. It was the F word. Yeah. And when he called, you don't, the F word, man. I remember hearing that back in the 60s and 70s. It was in the 90s. I mean, let's be honest. Yeah. I mean, that word, I mean, 90s, I haven't heard 2000s. it in a long time. Really? No. Okay, well, when Until, I was a kid, I mean, that was a pretty... That was like a common thing. Yeah. Jerk. I mean, it was like jerk. Yeah. 
whatever that. I mean, yeah, that's what you called. called I mean, my brother and I. I mean, I'm 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 probably get canceled for this, but I mean, yeah. that's that's what you did. You yeah. called it. You that was like that was like a dig. That's yeah, what you called exactly somebody, right. and you'd also use the p word, which right. you can't say. But I'm not, I'm not excusing <clears> it. Look, it's John Gruden. He's you know he should first of all. This was ten years ago. Still, probably not, not a time where that was acceptable. Right. And B to be putting in emails. Well, here's what the I mean, deal. That's yeah, dumb. that's stupid. That's well, regardless stupid. of whether it was sort of locker room banter, here's joking what it was, around. Man. This was a thing that they were writing up about the Washington football team. Yeah, they were doing right? an internal investigation of, and they found these emails, and they found all this stuff, and they found Gruden calling Goodell the f word, and yeah. when Goodell heard about it. And they they cover for themselves. It's a fraternity. You cover for your brothers, and everybody talks that way. They would have covered him. But he made the mistake of calling out Goodell. Gruden, or uh, calling out Goodell, yeah. uh, calling him the, the F word. And when that happened, Goodell, when they said, well, should we cover this up and just forget about it and not even talk about this? No, let's let everybody know that Gruden talks this way, and we're going to make an example of him. And... Uh, a lot of people call that the uh, wussification of the uh, NFL. Well, do you think <clears throat> so? Do you think Mark Davis was outraged by it, or do you think he felt pressured to get rid of him? Because I, I mean, I was kind of surprised at how quickly things unraveled and how quickly yeah. he resigned. Well, the NFL has taken on a uh, a an advertising the, campaign. Well, it's phony. It's a phony outrage over the social justice, it says, and it's the first ridiculous. Thing it says, is the NFL is gay, and then it goes on to the NFL is this, the NFL is that, and all the things that the NFL is representing. That, that no, no, no. That's the advertisement that uh, the NFL has. And in saying that, that's saying the NFL welcomes everyone to come and enjoy football. Well, sure. Right? Why not? Uh, exactly right. But the first thing it says, the NFL is gay. Wait, well, who so, says the NFL is gay? The what NFL. Wait, they say that on their marketing materials? Yeah. The NFL is gay? Yeah. I haven't seen this. Dave, have you Solid seen this? Because seen this? You, uh, you, you you look at this stuff. Yeah, I saw it too, Smash. I mean, we all are in tune with the same media materials and the <laughs> yes. like. Right, except for <laughs> Mr. Milton over here. I have not seen this. He's reading Go some on. book on building a business or something. I'll just listen. Solid and Smash. Go ahead. No, I, I saw, I saw oh, that yeah. ad, and that uh, came out, and I thought that was a strong ad to say, hey, everybody. Just because this is a tough man sport, that don't mean you can't be this or this or this or this and watch and enjoy this game. So that was the first line in this advertisement. It said the NFL is gay. Was that and, an acronym for something? <clears throat> like good as no, you'll it ever means find? No, the NFL or, welcomes But why is it gay? Is gay? It welcomes, I don't understand. Why? Well, no, is gay? Why is the NFL? The NFL itself is not gay. No, but they welcome you if As you're a gay, gay person, oh, okay. Great. come on and enjoy the entertainment value sure. of what football can be. And so I thought that was a pretty strong ad because it goes on with other points from there. But the initial impact comes with the NFL is gay. And it's like, what? And then you continue reading the next line and the next line and the next line. And so when Goodell got informed that Gruden <laughs> called him the F word in this email, do we cover for our, our partner here? Our fraternity brother? No, not this time. Because See, I think it's worse than that. I don't think it's a matter of like, oh, it's him. I think they singled him out. I think they're protecting Ooh, other tell? people. Yeah, yeah. Because I think Gruden is politically conservative. Like oh, his uh, other, yeah, I mean, yeah. that, that's, that, to me, it's a, it's more about politics. And if you, and it's, it's shaping. It's if you don't agree with us, it, it's, it's a bigger thing. And yeah. I'm not saying, look again, indefensible 
calling you know Demar Smith, you know, making the, yeah. the racial trope, and then yeah. whatever. Like those are <laughs> not defensible, but I don't know if they're like warrant just ruining the guy's life. And there's like so much feigned outrage over, out there. Yeah, you know, oh this guy he had a long time. You know, feigned outrage. He had it coming. That's Good. Right. I'm glad. I hope he's you know homeless and penniless. Yeah. I hope it's like there's so much anger. It's like yeah. where's the forgiveness? Where's the I don't know, just sort well, of understanding. Time, time, the old saying, time heals everything. So he will be forgiven in time, and yet at the same time, he will never be allowed to return to that stature in the game. Well, sure, and, and I guess the other thing that irritates me about the NFL is like this feigned outrage and like, oh, like this moral superiority. It's like you guys have let guys who beat the crap out of their girlfriends or killed killed their significant others, next. Uh, yep. killed other people, come back and have careers, and it's like, where, why is that not worse yeah. than racial or, or homophobic comments? Like, I guess yeah. that's where it just, like, Goodell is the biggest phony I've ever seen. Yeah. I mean, the guy is like a politician in a lot of ways, but it's like, oh, well, now it's, now it's you know, we can, we can pivot mm -hmm. and we can, you know, just ignore all the crap we've allowed to go on yeah. in, in our league for so long. And now we're going to be like this, you know symbol of morality and how we police our people and how we stand for social justice yeah. and all these things. Cause good Gruden was on record. In one of the emails saying, you know, I don't agree with the kneeling calling out, you know, yeah. saying one player should be terminated for kneeling. It's right. like, well, I think that's a bigger, I think that's what the NFL takes exception to is they don't mm -hmm. want any dissent. They, mm -hmm. they want, right. you know, Goodell doesn't want anyone to question him or, yeah. or to do anything that makes him look weak. And yeah. he is weak. Yeah. Goodell is weak. Right. It's, and well, it's the undeniable. Thing about it is, but they the know. owners, I think here's the thing, the owners, I think he's got a lot on them. I mean, he's hired by the owners, yeah. right? Yeah. So you have to think about like, what does he know? I mean, you look at the St. Louis lawsuit, yeah. the Rams, the right. move to to L.A. Yeah. I mean, they're looking at a billion dollar judgment potentially. Right. <clears throat> and it, you know, this week actually, Judge McGraw in St. Louis City uh, found he he did a show cause order to hold Jerry Jones. Kroenke, and yeah. I think a couple other uh, coaches in contempt for not producing their financial records. They Actually, were ordered. Kroenke produced his. No, he did produce some. But Clark Hunt, John Mara, yes. a couple of the other owners, and Mara really? saying, well, how am I supposed to be able to come up with all of this? <laughs> right. Yeah. How's a how's a billionaire with an army of lawyers ever yeah. going to produce his financials? <laughs> and it's let, amazing. Let's also point out that the fines were a few thousand dollars each so well it, right yeah. but i mean that's i mean like that's still pretty significant i mean for a judge to issue sanctions any monetary sanctions yeah the twenty five thousand dollars is what the total was that's a pretty big deal i mean to say hey you guys aren't complying yeah. with my orders and oh by the way i'm gonna have a show cause hearing in december as to why i shouldn't hold you in contempt mm -hmm. which he could put him in jail mm -hmm. For like a night, or you could find him even more if he finds him in contempt. The owner of the Kansas City Chiefs? The owner of Chiefs, uh, the Mara, the Bear, the Giants owner. I think Jerry ah. Jones. Jerry Jones is one of them that really? didn't turn over his so. stuff. So you know that Goodell. I mean, it's almost like he has information on all these people, and yeah. you know they protect him, he protects them because you know, you know there are owner emails <clears throat> in there. That's the Washington investigation. Sure. Maybe it'll come out as part of the the Rams lawsuit. Yeah, just how. Just ah, uh, like Jerry Jones yeah. to me is just like an awful human being, just terrible. Jerry Jones, oh yeah, but he brides in on this, you know, high horse of he oh does. whatever. I'd yeah. like to see what he was saying back in the nineteen sixties oh, and seventies. Yeah. What right. kind of language? What kind of language he used? You think yeah. you'll ever see that? Well, what do you think about that, man? This language that Gruden used was ten years ago. Yeah, I'm a different man ten Absolutely. years later. Absolutely, and you're gonna bust me like that. <clears throat> well, uh, look, at, look, look at how look. Okay, 
This is the left is never willing to acknowledge the progress that's been made, right? Yeah, right. I mean, Good in 2008, point. Barack Obama was against gay marriage. 13 years ago, you have the president of the United States, yeah. Democrat, running for president, who was against gay marriage. Now, if you say you're against gay marriage, that. you're yeah. done. Yeah. If you're in an institution, yeah. you're done. Yeah. That's it. Right. On. It's. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I'm saying... We've come a long way. If you if you want to measure progress by what's acceptable or not mm -hmm. acceptable today, we've come a hell of a long way yeah. in a pretty short amount of time. So when you think ten years ago, yeah, things were a lot different ten years ago. Yeah, exactly right. So why wouldn't why wouldn't somebody say, well, that was ten years ago? Gruden's not like because that. they want him gone. Exactly because he's Who a voice of gone? dissent. We come back to Roger Goodell. Yes, they want him gone. That's they don't want anyone that's exactly going to disrupt right. their social justice, uh, terrible morality. You know all this stuff. And I feel bad for the guy. I really I do. I mean, about my one meeting with Roger Goodell. Yeah, you did. We <laughs> talked about that. <laughs> it went pretty well, right? <laughs> no, he came in, saw our, our proposal, me and my buddy Ricky Lee, and uh, <laughs> the guy's a three, snake. He, he came in, stood at the far end because one of them long tables like they have in these business meetings, and he stood at that end. With his people, and that was me, and my man Ricky Lee on the other end with our proposal uh, for the stadiums, and uh, he looked at it, said okay, and walked out and left the thing to, and it was kind of like he didn't even pay attention to us. No respect. No respects, man. I hope they. Yeah, but I mean, that's a guy what I'm like saying. that don't have to have respect, man. I hope St. Louis just totally cleans their clock on this lawsuit. I mean, I really do. They that thought, would be oh, great. Oh, we're going to get an expansion team. Screw that, man. I don't want an expansion team. I don't want the NFL. I'd like to Why see. I want these that, guys man? to hurt. Huh? Why would you say that? Like as part of a settlement? No. You know what St. Louis needs to do? To St. Louis needs to put itself in a position where people want to come here. And I think we're close. I think we can get there. Yeah. But as part of this lawsuit, that's never going to happen. As much as I would want an expansion team here, that still doesn't fix the economic damage, and you still would need the infrastructure and corporate base to support the team as well. Oh, you'd have support. Look, that's the biggest fallacy, that yeah. St. Louis couldn't support an NFL team. That's a bunch of crap. Mm -hmm. I St. think Louis, it would in the right environment, but you still have to be able to come up with a stadium unless that's part of the well, settlement. But we had a stadium. I mean, there was a proposal for an outdoor stadium on the riverfront, okay? Let's not forget that. This whole thing, part of this lawsuit is, did St. Louis present a viable alternative. And the point is, it didn't matter. It, the, the cake was baked. Yeah. All right? The whole point of the lawsuit is, you guys lied for five years from the time Kroenke took, you know, exercised his right of refusal to the time that they, you know, moved, basically. I mean, they lied. And they lied to the consumers. That, that gives grounds for the uh, Consumer Protection Act violations because you basically, you lied to consumers in exchange for them buying your merchandise, your tickets, and these kinds of things. Mm -hmm. You also committed fraud in the fact that you represented to the city and to its stakeholders that if you guys put forth a, a stadium plan, we would, yeah. like, like in good faith consider it, mm -hmm. when that was never going to happen. Yeah. And so the city spent millions of dollars trying to put together a plan that was never going to – and no – like, they could have said, we're going to build you, like, a $3 billion stadium completely taxpayer-funded. It wouldn't have mattered. Yeah. And that's where the fraud – the fraud claim – has the most legs and the most potential for punitive damages. And that's why the court has said, yeah, you can look at, in Missouri, you can look at the party's finances yeah. to determine what would be punitive. What would make it, what would make somebody hurt, right? Yeah. 
And so, and so that's why they're able to look at their financials because the the jury, the judge is able to say, yeah, Cronky, you know what? You are a billionaire. So punitive damages, if they're going to serve any effect, it's going to have to be a billion dollars to make you feel it. For those of us who read books like The Life and Times <laughs> of Dog the Bounty Hunter, what does punitive mean? Punish. It means oh, punish. punish. Oh, I didn't it's, know that. So you have... So in the law, you have compensatory damages. So compensatory is intended to compensate you for money lost. Yeah. So in this case, the millions of dollars the city spent putting together a plan would be the compensatory piece, right? You were harmed. Like, you know, let's say you lose your job. You're wrongfully terminated. Yeah. Your compensatory damages are lost wages, let's say. Mm -hmm. Okay. Here, it's going to be the, the legal fees, the planning, the, you know, whatever architectural yeah. fees they had to incur. The punitive damages which are allowed in certain cases, is designed to punish. And mm. it's designed to, to deter people from engaging in certain kind of conduct. All right. So that's why, like in our case, the earnings tax case, for example, we feel like, you know, the constitutional claims are so important. The, you know, 1983, the, the equal protection due process are important because those could potentially give rise to punitive damages. Mm. And the idea is you don't want government officials willfully violating the law and to deter them from doing that in the future, you want to make it hurt. And so that's the idea in this Rams lawsuit is, hey, we're going to get punitive damages against the NFL, Kroenke, the owners, yeah. to say this is wrong, send a message, other cities shouldn't be treated like this in the future. And I think it will. It is a wake-up call mm. to other cities, owners mm. who are thinking about leaving. You know, you've, yeah. got, you've got talks about, uh, you know, I mean, San Diego. If I was San Diego or Oakland – I mean, they didn't really do as much as St. Louis did to try to keep those teams. Yeah. But, I mean, St. Louis has pretty much given them a roadmap yeah. for, for bringing a lawsuit. And the difference is Missouri law is a lot more favorable than California law. May I then add that those of us who are reading The Life and Times of Dog the Bounty Hunter understand him as punitive because he kicks everybody's ass and yeah. they hurt. He's the punisher. He so is the think, punisher. Punitive punisher. The puner, punitor. Punitor. The, the punitor. But, no, it's uh, – I can't wait to see what happens. And like I said, I just I, the NFL to me, I just have no no interest in uh, really supporting the NFL or, yeah. or putting energy into oh let's get a team here. It just doesn't doesn't appeal to me at all. We got a, a quick enough time to talk about uh, Urban Meyer. Uh, let's do that. Well, we talked. We about that. Did we talk about that last week? Urban Meyer. Things have changed Things over have the changed. week. All right, we'll talk about it when we come right. back. This is the Mark Millen Show with a smash. I want to give a shout out to Andy Newbold, First Bank Mortgage. Yeah. If you're in the market. For a mortgage, maybe a tiny house. If you're looking to uh, downsize, I'd love a tiny house. like smash. Slept in my car last night. Definitely give Andy Newbold, First Bank Mortgage, you, a Mr. shot Milton. at your business. You can email him at andy.newbold, N-E-W-B-O-L-D, newbold, at fbol.com. He's a good guy. You can also check him out on Facebook. We were together for the De Ted DiBiase oh, uh, wrestling night last nice. week. Oh, my God. It was so great. And I talked to uh, your buddy, the author, who wrote oh, the book. Oh, no kidding. Beautiful. Who's the guy? Um uh, that wrote the book. Oh, the, the, rest the, of the wrestling at the chase. Yeah, we were chatting. Uh, he said you were good. supposed to be the MC. <clears throat> I couldn't. I my ribs are busted up, man. Well, we had a great time. Andy I was there. Climb through those ropes. Andy, <laughs> I'll tell you what, man. The wrestling <laughs> was wild. It was yeah. thoroughly entertaining. Charles Glenn sang the national yeah. anthem. Frank Cusimano was there. He's yeah. got an awesome interview with Ted DiBiase. That's on nice. KSDK.com. Nice. I just watched it last night. Um, Ted DiBiase could not have been nicer. Got my eight by ten signed by him. It was great. It was. Just everything I thought it would be. And Did more. they signify the fact that Ed Wheatley, the author, Ed, yeah, uh, 
actually took all this info and made a magnificent book. Yeah, they gave Rick everyone. That's what I'm saying. Everyone got a copy of the book. <laughs> he signed, <laughs> really? He signed all of them. Yeah. Wow. And I got a DiBiase eight by ten. I saw that to the STL tax lawyer. I saw that. Everybody's got a price. You That's know, his line. The, the great thing about it is DiBiase now actually looks like a million dollar man because he looks like a business. He looks man. good. He yeah. looks good. Not not all those wrestlers look very good right. when they get old. He's found Christ. You know, he's he's walking. Know he he's walking with Christ. He's. Uh, that's an evangelist. Walk. He's an evangelist. All right, Andy Newbold, don't forget, First Bank Mortgage. Give him a call. Shoot him a text, 314-660-2223. Again, Andy Newbold, First Bank Mortgage. I'm telling you, we refinance with them. Couldn't be happier with yeah. the process. May even go back. If these rates stay as low as they are, yeah. we might just go back and get, a, get another one. Maybe get a 15-year. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Do you finance these vacations that you take <laughs> on the weekends? <laughs> Straight cash, homie. No, we got a good deal on this one. It was a good deal. Golly, how come somebody like me don't ever hear about that stuff? <laughs> I don't. Do you have the internet? Do you have? I don't know. Like, I sleep in my car. <laughs> there are deals out. I mean, there's plenty of. Uh, and this, like I said, this was like nine months ago. We booked this, so we got a really good deal. Wow. Because at no the time, nobody's going to Mexico. Yeah. But now we're headed there. I want to go to Las Vegas, man. Yeah, Las Vegas, another good. I spot. love the entertainment there. I st I think you can get some pretty good deals, especially if you like these. You seem to be uh, you don't like weekend trips, which is a little odd. So you should be able to get some good rates. Uh, in all honesty, weekend trips to me, why would I pack up all that stuff for only two days? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's I not say that much stuff. It depends on much like where you're going. I guess I got one well, bag. Las Vegas. All right, well, we gotta go. We gotta take a break. Oh, yeah, Andy okay. Newbold. First Bank Home Mortgage, 314-660-2223. Give him a call. Shoot him a text. Andy Newbold. This is the Mark Milton Show with the Smash Broadcasting from the Miller Furniture Studios presented by stltaxlord.com.